0: We'll <laughs> Welcome to last time on this is the podcast for someone who wants to watch all that prestige television but who's got time for all that you know I
1: don't you know I don't either I'm Jafar I am Ben and I'm Victor
0: and we are currently (laughs) watching Stargate SG-1 watching in quotation marks Uh, we are watching uh, our third episode of the show and we are season two episode nine Secrets. (laughs) Secrets. <laughs> it's not a secret if you don't whisper it. That's yeah. 100% the yeah. robot about secrets.
1: <laughs> and I am glad to be back here recording with you guys. Been looking forward to this one. Because this, this one was quite a bombshell, I gotta say. <laughs> Yes, I mean, yeah. Wow. Some
0: stuff happens. Yeah. yeah. A bunch I, of stuff happens. I,
1: I needed a freaking second Zoloft after this movie. This <laughs> felt like it was like two or three episodes in one crammed together. Like, if I didn't know better, this would be like a mid-season finale. But this was this was back before mid-season finales were a thing.
0: Yeah. Well, I, I can tell they pulled out all the stops because we got Eric Gavari. <laughs> I
2: was so excited.
0: <laughs> We opened in media, Eric Avari. Oh, he's that guy. My, yeah. He's one of my <laughs> yeah. favorite that guy actors.
1: Yes. Yes. He has been in everything. Yeah, he, yeah.
0: He's famous. Most most famous, of course, from uh, Mr. Deeds. But he's been in a bunch of other stuff, too. <laughs> you, you'd say Mr. Deeds over like the mummy. <laughs> ben, I'm doing a you bit. <laughs> I, I, I like him in Mr. Deeds where he's like a rich guy who's just like, I actually really like Wendy's. You can, get him. you can dip your fries in the frosty what? That
1: guy's great. He's actually reprising his role from uh the Stargate movie, which I'm really surprised oh, to cool. see. Yeah.
0: It's just him and the kid. Everyone yeah. else to recast.
1: Which, yeah, by the way, I mean we'll get there eventually. Pretty sure Kid's dead. He's dead, Captain. But uh oh. <laughs> That's uh yeah. Yeah, yeah, he's gone. He he went the way of Kowalski.
2: (laughs) Oh, Kowalski.
1: (laughs) He got Kowalski'd.
0: This this episode is so packed with shit that it makes me wonder if this is the kind of show where every episode is packed with stuff or if we have just hit the lottery of plot by rolling this episode.
1: (laughs) My good friend, Angela, the gatekeeper, uh, has been telling me that there are some episodes that we have to watch. Or plot points. She goes, Oh, no, 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 no. She's said this so many times. And I'm just like, No, 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 no. You're missing the point yeah. of the show. <laughs> That's not how we, it works. We can't, we just, she's like, Oh, if well, you're gonna watch this episode, you have to let me know because you need to see this one beforehand to get the context. I'm like, no, we are not doing that. We'll do that, nah, that after is- the podcast has ended, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: There, there are a whole there are a whole bunch of references in this episode to what I'm guessing was the season one finale. Uh yes.
1: And I'm just
0: like, no idea what happened, but sounds cool. (laughs) (laughs) Sounds like some shit went down. (laughs) Sounds like a banger, Uh, literally. Uh, But we missed it, and that's how this podcast works. If you're just tuning in for the first time, we roll a bunch of dice and skip around, and we have no context for what happened in the previous episodes. We're not allowed to do any research. We're not allowed to look anything up. Uh, We're not allowed to watch any season recaps or anything along those lines we just gotta raw dog it through (laughs) this show in whatever order is deemed fit by the universe and call it good that's what we do here on last time on that's our patented formula clinically proven method (laughs) patent paperwork pending i i did Um, appreciate the start of this episode they're they're getting around the so why wasn't going back to Abydos the uh the season one finale? Oh, because it's been an Abydosian year. Not a human year like you I like have that. with your TV seasons. Mm-hmm. They have a longer year. I
1: like Which that. Which they so, would. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So many science fiction. They would. It's such a trope in science fiction that a year just happens to be the same on every fucking planet in the universe.
2: See the great Centauri Republic open nine to five. Earth time.
0: Said
1: yes. the, they said almost the exact same thing in The Expanse at one point. So that's pretty good.
0: We we get our episodes set up here. Uh, Daniel and Teal'c are going back to Abydos Boy while Strip. Jack and Sam are <laughs> off to meet the president because last time on in the... Episode one finale, they saved the fucking world. <laughs> yeah, uh, it seems like they uh, they blew up some spaceships, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but fair? yes, Ben. Oh, I wait. want you to get weird with it.
2: Let's get weird. Hey! Yeah. How oh. did they blow oh, up how these they spaceships? spaceships? How did <laughs> they blow up yeah. the spaceships up there?
0: <laughs> uh, so, in a bit of meta. Uh, we're recording this relatively soon after I had watched Babylon five third space. I, love uh, that movie. <laughs> I hate that movie. Uh, I, think, I, think, I actually I think that ep- that episode has aired already. So you might've actually yes. listened to it. Uh, but in compressed podcasting time, things are a bit different. Uh, so podcast time. in, in that movie, uh, Captain John Sheridan, EV suits a nuke into the ship to blow it up. And I'm guessing it's the same shit. I'm guessing they've got a stargate on one of these ships or something. Uh, and they stargated in or had some other means of arriving on the ship. Just dropped a nuke inside of it, much like they did in the movie. That's how they, right? Yeah. I haven't seen the movie, the first... but they reference it. Yeah.
1: Yeah. They, they, yeah, they, beam, they basically beamed the, a nuke up onto the ship uh, using a, yeah. a dollar store Star Trek transporter.
0: Yeah, the uh, i'm thing. guessing it's the same shit mm. uh they they <laughs> beamed a nuke onto the ship and that's how they got them blown up uh i'm curious to see how far away from earth it was because you have to be close enough for drama but far enough away where not everyone knows We're there's aliens t- now
1: and there's no radiation <laughs> uh poison killing anyone on, on yeah the planet. There, there's <laughs> a lot of or a <laughs> lot of free. questions
0: i have there that will yeah, never uh, be answered yeah. <laughs>
1: So you think they just reused the same method for blowing 100%. up a piece uh, this? Yeah. Okay. They they just have the, just the one uh, method for, for killing. When all you have is a uh, nuke, every uh,
0: problem looks like a pyramid ship you blew up with. <laughs> <laughs> that is, that's
1: how that's.
0: <laughs> <sounding>.
1: <laughs> all right. Uh, how about you, Vic? They said that there's two of these ships. Now I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna get a little weird with it and say that this we're all just assuming this happened in the season finale. I'm gonna say this happened one or two episodes before the season. Oh, okay. Yeah. Is that kind of getting weird? No way, not this time. <laughs> okay, so uh, so they they got these these pyramids headed towards Earth, right? And I'm gonna say what they did was they uh, went out they they called out Bruce Willis and he guest starred on the episode. And with his, his team of oil you know oil men who get out on a spaceship and they find a, a, an asteroid.
0: All Aerosmith is playing. Yeah. Wait,
1: wait. That's what that... There's a tie-in where they showed the deleted scene from Armageddon where they go to a, a nearby comet that just be passing through, uh, duct tape the space shuttle to it, and fly it into the Apophis Pyramid and blow it up. They ram it. They ram that motherfucker.
0: My theory is they break up into two teams two of them are on one ship two of them are on the other and their original <laughs> plan is we're going to uh use nukes well they get there with the nuke and find out it's been deactivated we can't rearm it they've they've learned from the movie and what they do is in their season 1 adventures they've found a water planet and they just open the stargate to the water planet flood That's the awesome. ships from the inside, and Hell while yeah. everything is and while everything <laughs> is filling up with water, they have to escape, and uh, yeah, so they uh, they the surprise, we haha. Uh, <laughs> you, well, it's just everybody in there. Like the water gets into the reactors, and they explode, uh,
2: <laughs>
0: and we get it's a just... we get that we get that harrowing submarine scene of like, no, you've got to reach down, like you're the. Uh, Daniel Jackson, you're the only guy small enough to fit down and get your arm into that really? place that we need you to reach. Like, <laughs> but he'll drown. It's like, well, he's the only one who can do it. Uh, but he manages. He's to- the only <laughs> child on the ship who's got small enough arms. Yeah. Nice.
1: Well, what if that's what if that's how? Um, well, what's his name? Scurry Scurry. Scur- what the, the damn the kid.
0: Scara. Oh, I- Scara. Yeah.
1: Yeah, what if that's how he died? He he had to stay behind and make the ultimate sacrifice to hold the button down on the nuke or whatever. To it's a bacon <laughs> blow club, but eventually that makes
0: Getting from there to here.
1: That song, awesome. that's that is the best song in the world.
0: <laughs> <laughs> One thing I did appreciate was they actually used uh, a shot of them walking through, and like we got to see the Stargate in action because our last episode, uh, there was just sound effect and then it cuts to our characters now outside the Stargate and it's like okay clearly we are not paying for any special effects on this episode Uh, so I was happy like I was worried that it was just the pilot had them walking through the Stargate and everything post that would just be sound effect Daniel Jackson was er, uh, saying hey like I'm sorry I haven't found your daughter and he's like what are you talking about she's here (laughs) Uh, <laughs> waiting for you. Yeah, yep. And we get Shari, and she's pregnant. To pregnant. again. Yeah. The first fucking bum, bombshell bum, of uh,
1: the. Well, I guess I guess the first bombshell of the episode is oh she, oh your your wife you can't find her she's right here <laughs> yeah. and then she's pregnant
0: after theme we find out pregnancy is a effective oh, manner of subduing a gold. Go ahead.
1: Hold on. Before we go on to that real quick, I just wanted to, something I noticed, uh, did, I don't think they changed the opening credits at all. Like, because we're in in season two now and I'm pretty sure that uh, the opening credits are exactly the same as they were in season one. And then I kind of realized, like, I think that was, that's just more of a recent thing. Like, pretty sure back in the 90s, like all the Star Trek's, back then they
0: one theme for the whole show yeah yeah they never mm-hmm. they
1: they didn't do that like changing up the opening sequence for any season is a pretty recent trend in tv i think yeah
0: Unless i mean character 5 did changes
1: it. yeah well, well then all they do is just oh babylon 5 did do that babylon 5 uh started it so, yeah. oh gosh i feel so yeah that's yeah i was thinking that was a game of thrones thing that sparked, but no yeah babylon 5 did have a new a new theme song a new sequence that's everything yeah Yep, That's why well, Babylon 5 is the best. Sorry, Star Trek fans. I know you're listening. I mean,
0: star- I, I love choice. Star Trek and Babylon sure. 5. I have enough love in my heart for both of these franchises. So after theme, we find out that pregnancy is an actual way you can subdue a Gould. And this is going to be either very important in like four or five seasons or maybe another show or never ever come mm-hmm. up again. Mm-hmm. Like, there's no middle ground. There's no minor plot point with this. It's either going to be super important or never matter. Uh, This kid is destined to become the next host of Apotheos. Uh, Apotheos. Apotheos. There we go. (laughs) Uh, Daniel, there's a point in this scene that I have to call very specific attention to because when he gets told this, Daniel turns to his side and asks if this is true. Who the fuck is he possibly speaking to? Like, if based off of the direction he's looking, it's at uh, Kuzif, his father-in-law. But he just found out about the whole gold, gold thing in the first like, place. Like, yeah, there's just no way there. he could know. Yeah, right. Like, is he going then- to Teilk? Why would Teilk know that's yeah. the plan? Teilk abandoned before any of this happened. Yeah. he's like,
1: just finding about the finding out about all this yeah how, who
0: could he possibly <laughs> was, be asking this yeah, doesn't it, make any sense
1: yeah and, and Cherie is the one who, who answers him and yeah, yeah I, I thought that was a little odd too it's like is this true it's like Cherie's the one who just told him and i, I guess he's asking her is, is this true and it's like what is he expecting? he looks this...
0: away from her
1: yeah <laughs> it's like it is maybe he thinks this is an episode of punked and like Aston Kutcher is about to pop out and be like,
2: gotcha. Yeah,
1: it's like your your mortal enemy knocked up your wife. Just kidding. Talk. Like, what the fuck?
0: Gotcha. One thing that's weird about this though is uh they reveal that uh Cherie has been there for uh a season, which I'm guessing is longer than an earth yeah. season. Mm-hmm. Uh but uh that means the Stargate was sealed, so they had to fly all the way there, dump her off, and then continue on with whatever stuff was going on. Uh, it's just like, yeah, why? Why? Why'd you put, why'd you put her here?
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, why did he put her there? They, I think they briefly said that Cherie is there because Apophis wanted to hide her away from his enemies. So he totally pulled a fucking uh, Obi-Wan Kenobi here. Like, uh, let's let's -hmm. hide Luke Skywalker in his, you know, place of birth on his fucking birth certificate. So he takes Sheree back to her. Like that, that makes no damn sense. Like, why would he bring her back if you wanted to keep her safe and keep her hidden from his enemies? They would dump dump her in the most obvious place in the universe to find her.
0: Also, if they the Stargate was buried. Yeah. So why do they use the Stargate to go pick her up? Oh, yeah. So many
1: plot walls here. Okay. Yeah. I'm dropping a Gator Hater point for that one. That's because that, that makes no sense. It's like, oh, hey. Yeah. I don't know. Does it have some kind of. I mean, I guess the plan could
0: have to... been to dig it out. But how would they known that it happened? I guess you could. Yeah. Test. You could, well, they, they,
1: they would have known that. I assume they would have known that Stargate had been buried when they dropped her off there in the first place. Unless they just yeah. did, like, a drive-by and, like, kicked her out.
0: I mean, maybe they unburied it when they dropped her off. Well, Why would you make it that easier just... to get there for your enemies, knowing uh. that you're hiding her away in the first place? Worst episode ever. Oh, not even close. I uh, think that really gets me about this whole scene, though, is they, they say, uh, like, the 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 reveal that Apophis is having a baby so that he can take a new host uh and it'll be you know ready for him when his current host body is ready to to die and they're like oh my goodness like what and it's like you know these are like these guys change bodies all the time yeah that's like, what they do yeah. why 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 is this some sort of giant like dastardly reveal <laughs> <laughs> I figured this would be standard operating procedure but apparently yeah. not yeah teal should uh, know this yeah and, and by well, the way it that's... seems like it seems apophis is the first person who's just like i'm going to have a baby and that will be the new me and everybody's like that's weird and kind of gauche we are the goals <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: you know and i love how during all this teal is just kind of standing there like he's because he, he's never he, he had never been to this planet before this uh i don't think yeah no he he had never been to this planet and uh he, he'd never met the family and he's just kind of stuck in between all this drama between daniel jackson and his father-in-law and his wife it's like he's like the new guy at work who's like caught in the middle of some workplace drama like mm-hmm. i was just waiting outside the two guys like this, is, yeah. this doesn't concern me so. uh
0: over in washington we meet sam's dad at the reception yeah <laughs> hey hey carmen argonzo how are you doing I know you. You've been in a ton of stuff. The actor? No, just me. Mm-hmm. Oh, I thought he looked familiar. Yeah, sorry. Yeah. Uh, and, I I couldn't um, place him in anything. Berzatto yeah. in Babylon Five. What? Uh, Who's that? He's <laughs> Lando's what? old sparring buddy. Who oh, he has to oh the one that he had he to, to kill. kill. Yeah. Family. Yeah. Oh he right. Hey. The honor. Hey. Yep.
1: Okay. Yeah, yeah. I did, yeah, I didn't recognize him without the massive mohawk. The sideways smoke.
0: And I always yeah. think he's in Starship Troopers as one of the teachers, but that's not him. That's another he, actor. No, that's Michael Ironside. Yeah, who they look, <laughs> he is definitely discount Michael yeah. Ironside. Cherie uh, accesses some of the memories of her Gauld's host, and Teal wants to press this advantage. They can learn a bunch, uh, and they at least might be able to like hold her captive and not condemn her to a life. Uh, where she's just basically a finger puppet for a gold. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, but it, can I just say, I really hate what they did to Cherie's character here, so this is tough, my second Gator Hater point for this episode. Uh, I, in the movie, uh, Cherie, her, she was not... Like, I feel like here in SG-1, they turned her into just a... a from what we've seen of her, anyway, uh, she's just like a, a typical damsel in distress. Yes, like in the in the original movie, she was she was a really strong character. Like she was the one who organized the uprising with all the villagers. She convinced all of them to stand up to the, uh, Ra and his goons. She gave him a really rousing speech about we don't have to live as slaves. So she was kind of a badass, and and now we see her here. She's just kind of you know, Danielle. What do I do, Danielle? And they're they're all making decisions for her, like. No one yeah. bothers mm-hmm. asking her, what does she want to do? They're all just like, no, she can't stay here. We got to take her to the lab and throw her in a cell. And it's like, fuck, dude, let me ask her what she wants to do. as her baby, for God's sake. So
0: I'm like, yeah, yeah. But yeah. it seems like a good idea where it's like, hey, before the alien takes back over, let's get you in a place where we can, like, keep you contained while we try to figure out a way to fix this. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I, the one I mean, thing that,
1: that makes sense. But it, yeah. when you're in that position like i would not be happy have, have, if i had a had a thing inside me and i and that was gonna thing in the, lock me in a cell I'd be like whoa let's, let's consider our options here yeah yeah
0: but right. well, one thing that really got me about this scene is that uh sheree goes uh uh like she's kind of confused about being able to access amunet's memories and she's like i i am seeing pictures and it's like you're not a robot learning memories <laughs> for the first time. Like You've had <laughs> memories before. You should know <laughs> Like what's going on. What the hell is happening? Daniel does get to have a nice moment to kind of like reunite with his wife here after he's accepted the situation. And it's proven that uh, things aren't absolute shit, I guess. Like she's <laughs> not just a gold who's lying, who was waiting here mm-hmm. for them. Uh, so, I guess that's nice. But now that I know that she's actually a strong character and not just a damsel in distress, I'm actually very upset about everything in this episode.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's, it, yeah. I, it, they recasted her, obviously, but I don't like it. I, I'm hoping maybe this is just like a point in her character arc. I can justify it with her being the fact that she's just, you know, just now getting over being enslaved for an entire year by a fucking, you know, parasite alien demon thing. Like, mm-hmm. I could kind of justify it there, but still, I don't like it. They really watered down her her character from what she originally was. Yeah,
0: That said, I did appreciate that Dan Jax is like, hey, uh, she's been through enough trauma. Maybe we don't want to throw her in a cell, too. Yeah. And it's like, hey, good job recognizing that this would be a horrific thing for a human to go through. <laughs> yeah. So we cut back over to Washington. We learn that Sam's dad is really pushing her to join NASA so that she can actually go to space. Uh, and Sam learns she's got cutseas in that NASA line.
1: Mm-hmm. Also, uh, we nepot- find out that
0: strings. their, their is- cover is that they're doing deep space radar telemetry. But the thing that, that gets me, so we find out that Captain Carter's dad is General Carter. Yeah. And he's just like, hey, you need to come up with a better cover story. Uh, <laughs> I know you're doing secret black ops stuff. Also, you should quit doing that and join NASA. I don't know <laughs> what you're doing. But it can't be as cool as NASA, and it's yeah. like, man, you know it's secret black ops cover stuff. <laughs> She's just like, actually, it's really, really cool, and like he doesn't even have the you're doing math or deep space radar technology or telemetry. He's like, I know you're lying about that, but it can't be as cool. And it's like, I would agree. We're doing, we're doing secrets. No, man. no, like I'm, I'm with her dad on this one. Like, I've i I would have to imagine that air force black ops stuff while important work is probably not as cool as going to space and that yeah. the idea of actually going and visiting alien worlds and stuff and what she's doing is just so out there and foreign and out of the realm of possibility mm-hmm. for him mm-hmm. that there's no way that it's even not like it is not something that has occurred to him it is not a thought yeah. it's like well maybe she is going to space has not crossed <laughs> his mind no, she, I mean, she's not yeah.
1: technically going to space. She's just jumping from planet to planet. Yeah. So I guess I could see that there. But then, yeah, you're right. He yeah. doesn't know that. Yeah, there's no way like, he would he... even consider that.
0: I would have to assume, given his age, he thinks that Air Force secret black ops stuff is bombing a bunch of poor immigrants in some foreign country.
1: Mm. Yeah, via so, drone. So, <laughs>
0: yeah, this is much better. No, this is before drones.
1: <laughs> no, they had drones. They had drones in the 90s. Like they, they weren't as prominent, but just minor piece of trivia. I do know that during the Gulf War, that was the very first time there was an air-to-air engagement between uh, an American drone and, and an Iraqi uh, MiG fighter. I'm probably getting it, getting it wrong. I just remember that was a really big piece of uh, aviation warfare history, like a drone versus, yeah, air-to-air dogfight. I mean, parentheses dogfight, drone versus an actual fighter plane spoiler alert the the mid one
0: so (laughs) but yeah
1: that was pretty cool so anyway yeah sorry nerding out for a minute so uh
0: after this a journalist follows jack and tries to get him to confirm the stargate program's existence he does not confirm no Stargate.
1: oh yeah the yeah this is where we first meet our reporter guy
0: yeah armin (laughs) Whose name I only remember because of Quark. So, yep, good, oh, on, good, on, good on you, Armin <laughs> Shimmerman, for helping me out.
2: Come to Quark's, it's fun. Come right now. Don't
0: go walk. Run. Over on Abydos, they discuss plans with Shari, and they decide on going back to Earth before Apophis returns. Yeah, Dan Jax is like, "Hey, why don't you come over to my place?" <laughs> and she's like, "Oh yeah, you did kind of move in with me. Maybe I can I can go to go with you, and also." Apophis won't be able to find me there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Jack tells the general about the leak. Uh, alien ship shows up on Abydos just in time to dramatically induce labor. Uh, yeah.
1: <laughs> but By the way, I meant to bring this up earlier. Uh, did any of you guys see the uh, any of the outdoor scenes where they're going up to the pyramid on Abydos and you see the three moons in the sky? I, I actually, I should have brought this up at the very first episode we did for this, but those three moons in the sky are just the moon, Earth's moon, copied <laughs> and pasted, and each, like, rotated a little bit, so you have three fucking replicas of our moon hovering <laughs> over, I, I was just like, guys, like, I noticed it, I, I noticed that it's the same thing in, in the in the original movie as well, and I was just like, guys, come Yes, just have to put a circle in the sky, man. Come on. <laughs> it even changes the color a little bit. up, no, it's just straight up three. George three Lucas
0: did this 30 years ago. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they run away uh, before some mooks teleport down. And uh, Jack is going to meet up with the journalist again to narrow down the leak. Uh, we learn that this is not a Pothis showing up, but Heruer.
1: This, uh, I, I wrote down the yeah. Sons of Anarchy looking motherfucker.
0: <laughs> <laughs> this is one of Apophis' uh, an- enemies. One thing uh, I did really appreciate in this episode uh, when O'Neill goes and confronts the the reporter, yes, uh, he plays them a, a recording of them uh, from the earlier part of the episode where they're talking mm-hmm. about uh, like being here the in galaxy, DC yeah. and working on the Stargate project and in my brain I'm just like okay yeah it's you know this is 90s TV writing and they're like ha it's actually not we're making our characters canonically dumb and then they're talking about their secret government program out there
1: in the open yeah
0: <laughs> and I actually really really appreciated that uh, that hey we're taking this thing that is just a like TV shorthand of hey we're going to have our characters talking about their job on their way into their secret government medal ceremony yeah. Uh, and and then it's like, oh no, that would be super dumb.
1: <laughs> yeah, of course, we wouldn't be doing it. Yeah, that, that yeah. Was,
0: yeah. Uh, this scene ends with uh, Armin getting hit by a car and dying in Jack's yeah. arms, <laughs> and he he like dies and is like, "You did this." I know it was you, Fredo. You broke my heart. And he was like, "I was right here." Harriers, <laughs> goons, question the village wall sam's heartbreaks for not being able to tell her cancer-ridden father that she has oh. actually achieved her dreams
1: yeah. oh that that's Which, the next bombshell that they dropped is like hey, by the way daughter i have cancer look what yeah just uh, like
0: the matt uh, the third emotional roller coaster in
1: this fucking episode i'm like i i'm not prepared for all this like yeah a baby's being born the big wife has been kidnapped suddenly back and now dad has
0: cancer Oh my god. It's you know your daughter is doing secret off the book stuff that is so successful, she's here to get a medal personally from the president. From from the uh, fucking president. Yeah. yeah. But it, yeah. it is it and is absolutely I, I I do appreciate this writing where it's General Carter, Dad Carter, is honestly doing something super freaking nice. That if his daughter wasn't one of the four or five or, well, we know there's nine to 12 teams of people going and exploring alien worlds, mm-hmm. this would be the coolest job on the planet. So it's one of those things where he's legitimately doing something super neat. But man, you should have just asked first. He does do the, and she calls him out on it, the dick you know, thing of, Make before I die, you. I oh. want to see you accomplish your dreams as I see them. my dreams
1: for you yeah yeah. it's like Mm -hmm. it's again it's like it's the same thing with Cherie. it's like no you're not asking her what she wants it's just about what you want to do with her life like i feel like we need laura in in on here to give us a (laughs) a segment about women's rights and shit because this is just like (laughs) oh my god yes
0: I I don't want to tell, call up Laura and be like, so we want you to do a women's rights and shit segment. <laughs> <laughs> Come up with a better title first. That's, yeah. that's step one. All right? Sorry, Laura. I can write the, the jingle in my head already. <laughs>
1: oh, by the way, uh, no, another thing I wanted to mention, he he, t- he tells the reporter, you know, he's like, okay, there's something I do want to tell you if you're going to write a story about me. It's O'Neill with two L's. Yeah. You know, and there's a there's another O'Neill who's only one L. And that guy has no sense of humor. I am 99% sure that's a jab at uh, Kurt Russell because that's <laughs> that's one thing they changed. Like in the in the credits for the original movie, it's spelled O'Neill with one L. So for mm-hmm. whatever reason, they changed it to two L's for SG one. So, I bet yeah, you I that, that is a not pay a joke.
0: writer. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's I, I'm, will, I'm willing to bet <laughs> <laughs> I'm willing to bet money on that
1: <laughs> <laughs> Kurt, Yeah, God, yeah so Kurt so Russell
0: doesn't get residuals or something Yeah,
1: yeah that's gotta be it That would be expensive yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> mm-hmm. For 200 yeah, episodes? Man. Come on I do I do think it's weird that when the they're talking about the Oh, we got a leak And O'Neill tells General Hammond we got to figure this out it's like okay one there can't be that many people yeah, like really. this is something they could start figuring out probably pretty quickly but also out of let the the cat okay there we go uh out of all the stuff uh that you could hear about the government doing if i heard reporter says one source inside the government says we've got portals to other planets and have been going on space adventures i'd be like mm-hmm. well that guy did a lot of meh. I would not I would not yeah. believe him.
1: Uh, yeah, I feel but like they they'd... start
0: taking this super seriously. <laughs>
1: yeah. Yeah, that that would end up in the in that one uh newspaper that's got the vampire boy on it. The which, uh, it would... Inquirer. Yeah. Or... Yeah. Let's see cross that off. Yeah. Then
0: we get to our birth scene. Cherie has the baby. So,
1: which by the way, and... how the fuck does Daniel Jackson know how to deliver a baby?
0: Congratulations. You are fully dilated to 10
1: centimeters. You may now give birth. I mean, he's not that kind of doctor. <laughs> A half alien baby. For like...
0: <laughs> My guess is he learned in his year on uh, Abydos.
1: Delivering mm, babies on Abydos? That was his side game? Well, they're, they're, the side there's hustle. no
0: doctors anything there. <laughs> they probably like use midwives and such and it's like Oh, hey, this is now just a thing I've been around. Seven babies were born in the year I was here. Yeah. I've been exposed to it.
1: You know That's a good What happened her. <laughs> yeah, that's
0: wah her. What the hell happened? Can't
1: explain. But I got the van.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Jax call the midwife. Uh, Stop Now I'm just picturing him in the, in the nun outfit riding his bike. <laughs> Amunet immediately takes control over Sh- Shari when the baby is born. And uh mm-hmm. Teal'c fakes her out, allowing Daniel to escape with the baby, who he takes to his father-in-law, Kasif. Yeah, they convince them that, "Oh, actually, I'm one of Haru's soldiers." Moo-ha-ha-ha-ha. <laughs> it's like it was me. It was me, Austin. Oh,
2: son of a bitch! What? It's me, Austin. It was me all along, Austin.
0: Yeah, yeah. pretty, pretty uh, good
1: move. Pretty pretty slick writing there. I got to say. It was, it was oh yeah,
0: but yeah. then they. In this in the same way of I know where I'll hide my pregnant wife in her hometown with her dad. No, yeah. I know where we'll hide uh the secret baby with its grandfather. Yeah. <laughs> it's like they're gonna they're gonna look for Eric Avari first. That's why they were beating him up five minutes ago. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, he's like the village elder too, so they're gonna come after him and question him first. So yeah. That's why not point.
0: bring him with you to Earth? Mm-hmm. Be like, hey, father-in-law, come with me. We'll put you in an apartment. It'll be yeah. nicer than any place on this planet.
1: Yeah, you know, you you, you just have to let the baby grow up in a place that has plumbing.
0: Well, and he's he's also (laughs) just like, I guess I need to find a nursemaid who can keep a secret. It's like, how about you come with us? We've got baby formula. It's dope. Uh,
1: (laughs) Daniel Jackson's got some big wharf energy going on here. Like, uh, this is bad, bad parenting. You know, worse, worse. He's I I have a theory. He's already turned out. He's already that,
0: pretty low on the list of stepdads. Yeah. Uh.
1: <laughs> well, I have a theory that is actually his biological kid, because it's ambiguous how long uh, an Abado's year is, and you know they didn't say how long she's gone. So my my theory is that that Cherie got knocked up right before she got kidnapped, and that's actually Daniel Jackson's kid. That's yeah. I, you know what? I'll, I'll save that for uh, for our predictions.
0: <laughs> oh, okay.
1: <laughs> but right. uh,
0: i did appreciate daniel jackson like goes before haruer and it's just like okay you hate hate apophis we hate apophis mm-hmm. friends best friends
2: forever and ever oh, friends. Mm-hmm.
0: and how uh haruer is just like no Not you are you. beneath you're both of us you're a me uh, i would fuck never you. join up with with you guys hey yes you guys have blown up three of our ships Yes. Caused enough problems that uh, Apophis lost his like gig. But <laughs> once I'm done with him, I will come crush you. And it's like, so you guys are all just assholes, okay?
1: Yeah, that, that was some right. real villain explaining right there. That was that. that was
0: <laughs> yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah. Classic villain explaining.
0: <laughs> we also have a bit of a fight scene where we find out that shields don't stop knives. Yeah. Okay. So we we start this comedy of errors, right? Joe like- and Daniel. Go to escape Herur, who gets Starship Troopered by Jack.
1: Yes. They come to...
0: The enemy cannot push a button if you disable his hand. I, I actually wrote that down. With his hand oh, disabled, right. he cannot push the button. Yeah. I forgot about <laughs> uh, that. Yeah. The, uh, Herert, uh retreats just oh, in time oh. for the Stargate to open again with uh, Pothius, uh showing up. And Apothis picks up his queen and heads off what sheree looks at them and doesn't tell on them yeah uh and then sg1 returns home to credits very this all happens super fast
1: by the way what the hell's up with apophis's hat like what the fuck was he wearing on his head the the Thomas looking hat. i just i could not take this seriously (laughs) what the hell was that (laughs) so many yeah so many some listeners tell me Tell me, tell me if that actually no, because that'd be a spoiler. But I just want to know where he got the hat. For some
0: yeah, what we'll happened her? What
1: we'll happened her? Where? Yeah, where did he get that um, hat? I got nothing.
0: <laughs> One thing I did appreciate in this scene where Daniel Jackson is brought before uh, uh, Haru is he's brought in by a guard, and you assume that that guard is teal. Uh And then when everything goes sideways, a guard over on the side starts shooting everybody, and it's yeah. like, oh. So, Daniel Jackson turned him into a different guard while Teal uh, infiltrated the room. This is actually really smart. <laughs> like, he's like, I'm over here. I was inside the room the whole time.
1: Yeah. One thing I really hated uh, was that uh, how Teal just, just spelled it out in crayon for the audience about that moment where Cherie looks over and didn't say anything. He goes, Did you notice Cherie looked over directly at us and did not say anything? Thank, <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> But for the most obvious exposition, that's something I, an ongoing thing with SG One that I really don't like is they just kind of ruin it by spelling everything out. Yeah, like and yeah, uh, like it is, there's just an art to what is not said. You know, like you can
0: well, and some stuff in this episode was actually
1: pretty elegant. Yeah. Uh like what?
0: They <laughs> <I'm sorry>. can <laughs> give examples. Yes.
1: <laughs>
0: the whole uh we're gonna trick you into thinking that your rival stole your baby. Like that was yeah, actually that really good. smart.
1: That was really good. Yeah. Or the
0: uh hey, talking about your secret government or uh, uh black ops <laughs> organization while you're walking on like the steps of the Capitol is mm-hmm. really heckin' dumb. It and is somebody's <laughs> gonna overhear it. 100 yeah. percent stupid. <laughs> Yeah. All right. Well, that is our episode, gentlemen. Uh, I'm going to roll some dice here to see how far we're skipping ahead.
1: Oh, oh, oh! It's time for the dice roll.
0: And after we know how far we're skipping ahead, we will uh, go over our previous episode's predictions and make a new set of predictions. Yeah. So here we go. The dice roll. That is a thirteen. So we so are going deadly. to Season 2, Episode 22, which, scrolling down, shows me the name of that episode, is Out of Mind. It's the Season 2 finale.
1: Oh, so- nice. Out of Mind. All, all right. right. <laughs> oh, that should be it. Oh, God. You know what? Never mind. Uh, well, uh, it better not be a clip show, is all I'm saying. Because it, I just <laughs> oh, got- that's,
0: that's only... S- Season two, the end of season two of next gen.
1: Yeah. Yeah. yeah it, it was frame of mind was that episode, which is like the worst, <laughs> one of the worst episodes of Star Trek TNG ever. If there's, I, oh God, I do if love this a is clip, clip show just...
0: with no context though. That would be amazing. Honest, uh, that's that kind of what I'm really hoping like... for the podcast <laughs> ever, ever since Clerks Animated had their second episode be a clip show. I've, I've wished for another <laughs> moment like that again. And I'll never have (laughs) uh, it makes me think of the the community clip show where none of the clips are of episodes we have seen. (laughs) Also, very good episode. It is an amazing episode. This might be fun. All right. So we got some predictions to write. And while we're doing that, Vic, would you care to inform us how we're doing on the previous episodes? Oh,
1: right. Yes. Let me see. Um, The very... (laughs) Well, look, look at the That's convenient. The results from the lab are, are just in. This time we got 78 votes on last episode's predictions. All right. So this should be interesting. And also you're DMT
0: the... Research Labs for voting. Thank the you. Polls. Yes. We appreciate you.
1: And by the way, DMT Research Lab, uh, some of you have been voting on every single option, no matter what it is. <laughs> Guys, if there is a button there, you don't have to press it. Okay, I know you want to, but you don't always have to press every button. It's okay.
0: You're just going to make it worse. Yes, <laughs> <You're> just <laughs> encouraging them.
1: But that is also why uh, my good friend Angela, the gatekeeper, has uh, keeps us on track here as well because I have her uh, her results as well. So let's start off with uh, who had uh, finding a Greek themed planet.
0: I believe that was whose,
1: uh, whose prediction was that.
0: Yes, I you think plan- that might have. Uh that was that last episode? Yes, I had Planet of the Greeks. Yes.
1: Planet of the Greeks. Uh that answer, sir, is correct. Apparently happens a couple of times.
0: <laughs> Hell yeah. I don't know
1: if they find I don't know if that means they find multiple Greek planets or they just go back to the same one. <laughs> so that right. means uh your next prediction is they find a Hindu themed planet.
0: Yeah, the planet of the Bhagavad Vita.
1: That apparently never happens.
0: Racist, probably. I don't know. I, know
1: the- I was hoping they, would, I just they hope would have the I am death with the with the six arms. That
0: would have been cool. <laughs> I just hope that uh on one of the Greek episodes they find uh, Apollo and he's just like, I met some other space travelers. They were dicks. Uh <laughs> re- referencing back to the TOS episode where they, yes. they figure out they can defeat Apollo just by being an asshole too. <laughs> yeah, that that
1: was that was the giant Apollo, wasn't it? Like where he was, yeah. he was like the size of Godzilla. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Uh let's see. That means we get to your third prediction. Uh we find out that humans designed and built the Stargates. Is that is that your was that yep. your prediction? Yep. 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 Yes. Yes. That one. Uh and looking at the results here from the lab. Uh nope, not even a little. Oh <laughs> that is zero. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So coming up next, so that means you got one. Correct? That was your... Yep. Uh, I, you got his I daytime keep, correct. I got my I daytime keep, correct. 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 Awesome. Uh, so that means next we're getting into my predictions, uh, which starts off with uh, O'Neill's wife is fridged. And for those of you out there who don't know, that means that's the term when you take a character and you just forget about them, never see or hear from them again. Uh, my prediction is O'Neill's wife, who, was, who made a brief appearance in the original movie. Uh, my prediction was she's never seen or heard from again. Uh, Turns out I am wrong. Apparently, she appears a couple of times, so no points for me there. Uh, My next prediction was this would be my afternoon prediction. What do we call it again? Primetime?
0: Primetime evening or uh, daytime evening primetime.
1: I predicted there would be a Groundhog Day-style episode. Uh, Let's see who said this in the comments. There was a very specific comment here. Uh, Andy Konseki in the research lab confirmed along with uh, uh, that one also got 20 votes for yes. And as well as Andy Konseki said, there is not a Groundhog Day episode. There is the Groundhog Day episode. <laughs> okay. I got that one right, apparently. <laughs> I knew I knew they would have to do it. I knew they would have to. And uh, third prediction. I predicted that Teal'c's Gua'uld would either escape or it's kidnapped, and the episode would be about uh, the SG-1 team having to recapture it before it dies. The answer I got from Angela the Gatekeeper was, sort of. So, <laughs> seeing as how that one did not get many votes from the lab either, uh, only got nine votes out of the 78 total, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go ahead and decline that one. I feel like that's... So that brings us to you, Ben. Yeah. All right. First, Ben's first prediction: Thor's hammer. The which we never uh, see it again. Never see it again. Uh, never see it again. <laughs> it is referenced, but we never actually see it again. So the count, yeah, they
0: don't go back Counts. and fix it. Yep. And yeah, be like, haha, we got we we got <laughs> our we've got our uh, Norse ex machina. Uh,
1: <laughs> Norsex motives. Oh wow, that, that that's pretty. So okay, so yeah, that is correct. I think uh, I'm not sure the lab quite understood that one because that one did not get many votes either. Uh, this says uh, only got seven votes, but I guess that I guess that counts as it's correct, seven so. people clicked
0: everything, right? Yeah.
1: <laughs> uh, either way, uh, either way, that one that one was correct. Uh, your next prediction is Teal gets his Gua'uld removed. Yeah. With fifteen votes, yes, that is correct. <laughs> Hooray! <laughs> uh so yeah, yeah. Apparently at some point he gets that, that thing taken out. And I specifically asked Angela on that one. Is like, no, this means that we he gets it removed and he continues to live afterwards without this parasite inside him. So yeah. And your final prediction is that the SG one team sticks with human weapons for the we Sorry, my wrong chasing the cat. Okay. Uh this g one team sticks with human built weapons and they never bothered to adapt alien technology. Well, that one was proved wrong in this episode. As yeah, we they see had that, the little uh, serpent
0: laser yep. things that they were using. Yeah, both, but they uh, but O'Neill was still carrying his machine gun. He yeah, was, yeah. But Sam wasn't. But
1: Teal and yeah, Teal and Sam both had little snake phasers of some kind.
0: I thought she grabbed Teal's.
1: No, 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 no. I rewound because I thought that as well. But afterwards, after she vaporizes the two goons, she holsters it in her own little specifically okay. made holster for the phaser. <laughs> All right. So, yeah. Okay. I meant to ask well, what happened here for that one, but oh, well, it's a, that's another time. Like, where did they get these from? So, <laughs> I, do, yeah. I do wonder if they, maybe they, either they picked them up off of dead goons or if they, that's something they built for themselves because uh, it, it almost has a Star Trek TOS style effect when she vaporized the two guys and they just disappear. Yeah. <laughs> that was pretty cool. So well, there we are. So I believe that means, uh, do we got, do you have a tally? Do you have a spreadsheet? Javier?
0: We, for who? We, we tally it up at the end. Yeah. That's yeah. Right. So once we're done, once we watch this SG one finale, mm-hmm. we'll have another episode where we go through a plot synopsis of the entire show, maybe two given the length of the show. Um, yeah. and we will go through all of our predictions and get their final scores at that point. Okay. Uh, because we might get more votes as the podcast goes on, because we're going to be yeah, going watching SG-1 for another two months at the rate we're going. Yeah, <laughs> um, Awesome. So, well, I guess if we did two seasons and four episodes and there's nines. Yeah, yeah. So we'll be at this for about another three months if we keep on the current pace.
1: Yeah, yeah of course, it all depends on how the dice, how the dice land.
0: Yeah, who knows? The dice... So, with that, it's time for some predictions. Lincoln, what are you doing up there? Guessing? I guess no one's coming. I have seen into
2: the future. You ruined the prophecy.
0: So, I'm going to keep going with what I was doing, um, which is going through some more pantheons to find. Coco Planet. Planet. Well, my, first, my daytime prediction is. Uh, Planet of the Celts. We're going to find a Celtic DNA planet. Of planet.
1: I think we already did. No, no. I'm thinking of something. I'm sorry, I hadn't slept. Okay. Everyone. Uh, everyone.
0: <laughs> evening two. Or my evening uh, prediction, rather. Uh, prediction number two. We're going to find a planet of Native Americans. Is it uh, more or less racist than how TNG did it? <laughs> I really hope less. <laughs>
1: well, at, at least in, at least in TNG, they actually hired actual native American actors for that. So,
0: <laughs> uh, yeah. Voyager was the one that was really bad about the native American stuff. How could yeah. 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 Uh, and then my primetime prediction, we've seen a lot of polytheistic religions have their deities be aliens. That's kind of a reoccurring thing. Uh, I'm gonna suggest that a monotheistic religion also aliens, specifically Jesus. Jesus was an Jesus
1: alien the uh, <laughs> I of something you're about to say the Pope.
0: Um, the, po- the Pope, I mean, I don't know how shit. thorough these aliens are. <laughs> we don't know. Uh, but the Pope, the
1: Pope has a goal. Yeah, alien. I'm suggesting <laughs>
0: in in the SG1 universe, Jesus, not our savior in fact, in Alien. I mean, maybe still. I don't... I'm, I'm not here to make judgments about that type of alien. I don't know, Ben. I'm just saying I don't know. Alright? <laughs> Highly offensive. <laughs> Only <laughs> Why is that more offensive than any of the other religions I've said are aliens at this point?
1: Uh, wait, uh, it is equally ahead,
0: offensive to all of them. Because the other aliens. It is canonical that they are, uh, or at least the the Egyptian ones are are taking Egypt, uh, existing Egyptian uh, uh, religion and uh, adopting it. Yeah. In order to subdue people. This would be no. No. This changes. This is not different at all. This is someone showing is. up and pretending to be a deity and just making one up in this case pretending to be a masonic figure who's jewish oh okay yeah i'm not saying i i see. yeah like i'm just jesus was an alien that's that's all i'm saying if, the okay. re, the oh religion that follows if
1: if they have if there's if there's a scene where they they put him up on the cross and they done the little oh the, there's, little no, little way. there's no way there's no way in hell
0: that happens no way in hell like happens. Yeah,
1: yeah pontius pilate stabs him in the in the abdomen and the ghoul the trolls out
0: oh i was i was so hoping you were going to go a little weirder with your prime time there to fair and be like they go to zoroastrian planet uh, uh but yeah. <laughs> we find out the flying spaghetti monster is real yes. and an alien it's,
1: it's, it's, <laughs> yes oh god you know what i hope they do that on lower decks. that would be a great
0: <laughs> <laughs> just looking at the koala all right who's up next
1: all right, so my uh, my first prediction. I'm going to continue on my theme of uh, of trope episodes. I'm going to say that there is a body swap episode.
0: Oh and yeah, there's got to be. Yeah, hundred yeah, percent. For
1: bonus points. I'm gonna am I'm gonna say who, who if if I can do this. I, I I if I get it right for exactly whose body gets swapped. I'm gonna say Daniel Jackson and O'Neill swap, and Teal and Sam swap. <laughs> Because okay. I could just see, I could just see uh, uh, Sam's actress going around speaking, right. speaking so, like, "Indeed, I am." <laughs> <laughs>
0: so we have not. This is not in the scope of the rules of the game. So I'm going to go ahead and propose that this is allowed. Your prediction is specifically <laughs> there's a body swap episode. If you get that right, yeah. you get a point, point. and then yeah. you will get a and... single bonus point. If that is the combination of body swapping, it doesn't. I will say that they can do more than one body swap episode, and if as long as those combination of body swaps happen over the course of the show, it counts. But you have to get both right to get the a bonus point, and you can never. You it's not like if you did it at a higher prediction level, you don't get more bonus points. It's just the one bonus. It's just one point. Is this is this amenable? There you go with that. As far as the predictions, yeah, yeah. Ben's on board. All right, cool, (laughs) sweet we we've gotten um, too one... specific in the past and it's disqualified us and <laughs> i i like us forcing each other to be more specific but not taking the necessary point loss risk uh that the bonus point affords us so and i i will add a caveat you could only just add in a, a a bonus uh specific uh specific uh, stipulation like every couple of episodes yeah you want to say yeah, once yeah. a show re- maybe yeah. Yeah, we won't abuse yeah. this. I,
1: yeah. I, I won't abuse this. Anyway. Okay, I'll try not yeah. to. I mean, no guarantees.
0: No, so. no. Coming I mean. at us with three <laughs> bonus predictions every time. <laughs> yeah, not what we're All here right. to
1: do. My next prediction is at some point, uh, Teal gets a fan, and, or how, how should I put this? Um, there's a background extra in that works there in the Cheyenne Mountain team. That's like a. Uh, a young airman girl who is his crush, or she, she she has a huge crush on him, and he's totally oblivious to, to the whole thing. Or I okay. should say, Teal gets a. All right. what, what's the word for? Teal gets an admirer, I'll say. Yes. Yes. Yeah. There we go. Teal gets an admirer. Teal, let me see. Oh, see, I did body swap in here. Uh, I'm going to say Daniel Jackson dies at least one more time he, I mean he already died once canonically in the very first movie and he got brought back to life I'm getting the vibe that Daniel Jackson is the Chief O'Brien of SG-1 like he is just like every episode we've seen he's got some kind of something horrible happening to him but yeah he, he's just going <laughs> to suffer more and he's going to die at least once and get resurrected magically so there we go. That's my problem. All, right.
0: All right. Okay. Well, then I will go with my daytime. We never see dad Carter again.
1: Oh, okay. He's just
0: gone. Nope. Yeah, you, never see him again.
1: You got a lot of never happening predictions. <laughs> yeah. I
0: I know my 90s adventure show TV. Mm. Uh, All right. Uh, My evening pre- prediction. Armin's story still gets out. Hmm. Mm. Uh, he had some backups somewhere. Somebody, switch. uh, lo- well, somebody like looks into my dead reporter friend, and because he's my reporter friend, I actually happen to be a reporter too, and I pick up his story. And I, I believe firmly that that uh, the Air Force killed him. Um, and so somebody's uh, gonna try and get that story out. So do you and think it's gonna my go? I'm prime-
1: like, oh, sorry, I was gonna say, you think it's gonna go to like newspaper or TV or both, or is that too specific? Or I'm, I'm, it gets I'm not sure. Out yeah, it gets it's leaked yeah, to it the news somehow.
0: Out. Yeah. Uh and my uh uh primetime prediction in a swerve. <laughs> Haru is our season 2 big bad and they actually end up teaming up with Apophis to kill him.
1: Ooh, Ooh nice one. Okay. Is the right. bigger bad
0: Okay, well, with all of that said, I have the episode description for the season finale Out of Mind pulled up. Season 2, episode 22, Out of Mind, Awakening from what seems like cryogenic suspension, Colonel Jack O'Neill, two L's, finds himself (laughs) in a futuristic version of Stargate Command. (laughs) Okay. Okay. Interesting. All right. <laughs> I am really looking forward to this. This seems like the perfect kind of crackpot episode for us to land on. I'm excited. And you we'll know, be I've dropped about... a lot of gator we have... jokes.
1: It's it's this <laughs> we, have a, me over.
0: we have we have just enough like not having any like at this point we should have two seasons of like being used to Cheyenne Mountain. It's like, I don't know, is that new future tech? I, I haven't <laughs> yeah. seen this room before. Yeah. <laughs> the iris closes and a bunch of guns pop out of it (laughs) like (laughs) who knows what's gonna happen we'll find out next week but before we get there we have to say thank you ripe for letting us use goon squad you got fucking robbed for not getting a grammy knob for your last album you should have been up for best Uh. rock album it's a fantastic fucking album go listen to it it's great and then they're just announced a bit of a summer tour as well so go see them uh, live if you can really appreciate it. right thank you so much for letting us use food squad and thank you to Annette Lucina for your photograph of a television that you put under creative commons that uh you uh that we have used for our uh, podcast artwork thank you for uh doing free art so we can give free art
1: thank you DMT research lab for your assistance in this episode and thank you Angela the gatekeeper Putting up with us having a year—I know you must have face bombed at least a dozen
0: times listening to this episode. (laughs) (laughs) And we will see you next time on Last Time On. My aunt and uncle just showed up to pick up my son. Um, I will be right That's back. Pause. <laughs> All right. And pause. Let's see, I can pause, but Ben's going to edit it anyway. So, OK, cool. OK. So, yeah, we can talk a bunch <laughs> of shit for <laughs> him and he'll hear it in two weeks now. <laughs>
1: <laughs> ben, this message is for you, Ben. This is <laughs> not, not you now, Ben, from... but in yes. weeks, Ben. Future Ben. <laughs> Future Ben, we have something to tell you. (laughs) We have an important message for you, future Ben.
0: We're from the past.
1: Yeah. Where has Ben been this whole time? I'm sure he's tired of that pun. He's got to (laughs)
0: be. Ben never tires of any pun. Do not need to concern yourself with that.